0: Every team, every topic,
1: everywhere. This is Believe. This episode is brought to you by BetOnline.ag. BetOnline is the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your sports action. They have you covered for all the news, scores, and odds. It's the best way to place your bets, and it's free to sign up. So head on over to BetOnline.ag or use your mobile device to sign up today and receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. That's right, you'll get a 50% bonus on your first deposit. That's betonline.ag. Yo, what's up? And welcome to the Hashtag Lakers podcast, presented by BetOnline.ag. I'm Yo Legazzo. I'm joined by McKay Westbrook and John Webb Legazzo. Um, So guys, we there's a lot of news that came out this week, so we're going to try and compress them down into one episode. Uh, first things up, uh, uh, first is uh, uh, there's obviously uh, LeBron's mini camp that starts tomorrow or Friday, the uh, September 24th uh in in vegas so i assume that um they will they're, they're heading there now right i assume they're heading this there right now because we're recording thursday night um so um yeah i mean this is something that they did just before training camp uh during our title year um after this LeBron mini camp, that's supposed to do go through the weekend. There's gonna be the media day on Tuesday next week, uh, and then on the same day, immediately after media day, is training camp. That's gonna happen for the rest of the week, and then we're on to preseason after that, and then the regular season. So things are ramping up and picking up really quickly here. Um. And really, ahead of all of that, uh, this week Frank Vogel went on Spectrum Sportsnet, and Rob Polinka had a press conference actually today, and they talked about a few things that uh, let's go ahead and address on the pod today. So we'll start with uh, Frank Vogel, right? His his comments on uh, on the on the show. So he uh, said on the show on, on Spectrum from sports net um what's it called the, the lake show lake show podcast right the lake show podcast the lake show podcast and um he said that there's been no really there's no decisions made yet on the lineups um he he said uh, people ask me all the time are we going to start ad at the five are we going to play with two bigs like we did two years ago what's it going to look like and he said, the honest answer is that we don't know yet. We're going to watch these guys play together in camp, measure the pros and cons of certain lineups, and then find a lineup that we think is going to help us get off to a strong start. Um, so let's talk about the lineups. Um, you know, he said there's no starting lineups yet. Is it weird to you guys and odd to you guys that Vogel doesn't have a, a clue yet on on what... Um, you know, what he's purporting to say that there is no, there's, he has no clue what it's going to look like yet. Um, and there's no decision on 80 at the five yet um, on that part. I mean, what what's, what's your thoughts on that? And what's your
0: thoughts on what you expect Vogel to go with on the starting lineup? Um, I mean, I don't, I don't think that's weird at all. Um, they haven't really gotten the opportunity to see how everybody meshes together. Obviously, during the off season, they're going to make, um, player pickups, um, around what they've got an idea of what things are going to look, look like around Mm -hmm. what their needs are. Um, so I, I mean, he's probably got an idea of some things that he's going to try out, um, and an idea of what he thinks things might, might look like, but they've got to definitely go out and do some experimenting to see what, what's going to work. Well, um, we've got, so many weapons um even at the center now with deandre jordan and and dwight howard uh there's a real possibility that ad could be moved back over to the four um i think they probably will send him to the five um with with uh russell westbrook coming in as the point guard so that uh lebron can shift down to the three as well um but i mean i i guess we'll see that's that's kind of what training camp is for to figure all that stuff out. And I think that experimenting is going to done be done well into the season as well. They'll continue to try out um, these different rotations and, and stuff against actual teams. So I don't know that we'll actually see what our solidified rotations are for, you know, maybe another half season. Yeah, I think it's pretty normal. Um, I don't think he has no clue
2: what he's going to do. I right. think he has a bunch of chicken scratched clues all over the place. Um, Honestly, I'm just glad that there's a longer training camp this year because that's what really hurt us both from an injury perspective and a chemistry perspective uh, last year. We need those extra practices and time to gel, especially with this group. This group is as diverse as they get, but that's the same thing we had in 2020 and look what happened. On the lineup question, I expect it to look similar to 2020, and that was the goal this offseason was to really replicate that. I expect it to be a two big lineup with AD and another rebounder blocker, whether that's uh, you know, AD at the four or AD at the five, there's gonna be two of them, um, a primary and secondary playmaker, and then a three and D, uh, wing defense and shooting. We have the roster. Uh, if you look at this roster, we have the roster to plug and play uh, plug and play there based on the work put in out of training camp and how it's going to manifest, uh, in mini camp and training camp. But I don't know, like going back to the mini camp with LeBron guys, how much, how much basketball you think they're really going to play for chemistry building? <laughs> I don't know, man. It's, it's in Vegas.
1: So yeah, I Vegas. expect. Yeah. I don't think 10%. I, Maybe that's, that's a stretch.
2: <laughs> yeah, man. It's going to be a lot of yoga. It's it's yoga, right? It's probably not. It's probably not gonna be basketball. I'm just saying.
0: I I guess we'll we'll find out. Maybe we'll uh be able to get get some of that info post mini mini training camp. But um, yeah, we'll get you some footage. Yeah, I I mean I think they're going in there. You know they're about business. Everybody's locked Mm -hmm. in. Um, whether or not it's going there to um kind of break the ice and get everybody to really know each other and start to be comfortable around each other, whatever it may be. Um, I mean, I, I think it's definitely with, um, the, the idea or the purpose to, to help that chemistry come along, um, whether or not it will be on or off the court. Yeah, I guess we'll, that's to be determined. Yeah. We'll hit up Dwight. We'll hit up Dwight and get on IG live. See what he's up to. I'm
1: I'm sure that he's going to be online, uh, on live on Instagram. He's been on that like all summer long, um. But, uh, um, so uh, another thing that Vogel, um, said on his interview over there at Spectrum Sportsnet, um, was that he thinks, uh, well, it was on on Rajon Rondo, and he basically said that uh, he's going to replace Jared Dudley as a, a real voice in the locker room right and he also added that he's you know a guy who's not really going to play as much this year so that right there you know big eye emoji surprise emoji um that that was me basically after after listening to that and hearing that so what did what did you guys think about this what do you Do you think it's a smart move to to have Rondo as a end of the bench guy not playing at all and be that Jared Dudley? I know he's he's perfect for that job, but is that is that a smart move given
2: Rondo who he is? Yes, yes. To to, to not play at all. I mean, no, he didn't didn't say not play at all. He said not play as much sparingly. Not as play. No, he said not as much. Yes. Look, this is so, something I mentioned. This is something I mentioned in the past episode that Frank and Rob didn't bring Rondo back to necessary play. You know, his job, his role this year is to get the next is guys that ready.
1: Smart though. Did yes. We, I mean, look, we're Who's only gonna, who a else year is gonna away. Do it. Look, we're only a year since we won the championship with Rondo. One year. I know it's been two seasons, but we've been only one year exactly, not even where Rondo helped us he was pivotal in helping us win so why why is this like in a year's time rondo
2: now isn't a core role player because there's no one else he's he's the guy that they brought
0: back to replace duds who else is going to do it i mean I guess no one, I, I kind of agree with John Webb on this one. You know, he's, um, they, I think they brought in all the pieces that they did for, for a reason. I think we're also, um, though it may not look like it, uh, because we've got so many old guys. I think we're, we're kind of in a transitioning period where, um, you've got some of these up and coming guys as well that are going to be future faces of the, of the franchise, or hopefully so. Um, you got AD who, um, we think is going to be the future of the franchise after LeBron. Um, I, I think we're at that point where we, we need leadership like Rajon Rondo, who's going to be there on the bench in the locker room, who can provide good leadership um, that's particularly useful there off court. Now, that being said, I know he's going to be used sparingly, but when it comes down to things like the playoffs, I think we're going to see Rajon Rondo. We're going to see playoff Rondo. I agree, um, yeah. Frank, Frank Vogel is going to put the people out there that we need to win the championship, even if it looks stark, uh, drastically different than what we see during the regular season. Um, and I think that might be a good move, especially because he is getting older. Um, we've seen him suffer a number of injuries as well um, throughout yeah. his career. Um, it would be nice to keep him healthy because I think um, Frank Vogel knows... What a huge part he was of that um, championship over in the bubble. We're going to need him to to come out and perform. If we can keep him healthy all year, and he provides more of a uh, behind the scenes leadership role, until then, I I think that's a great decision. The the only thing that look I I get it I get it because we have
1: uh, Russell Westbrook obviously, and then we have two and up up and coming. You know, point guards that we want to kind of feature and kind of have out there. You know, Tht, and then obviously, I mean, Tht is not really a point guard, but he acts like a point guard. And we have Kendrick Nunn, right, who's really going to be out there and and uh, be replacing uh, or, or 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 subbing in for for Russell Westbrook, right? Um, so I I get it. I get why he's sort of the end of the bench guy. He'll be that mentor. Um, but like, like like you said, McKay, I think that come playoff time, I think he's gonna play a pivotal role in, in the playoffs when we get there. Um, the only like caveat and kind of concern that I have is that you need reps. Rondo's gonna need reps with this new team. Um, it, one of the things that was so was you know that made Rondo so successful in, in, in the playoffs was he got a lot of run a lot of reps with the team and he got to play out there a lot in the, in the, in the regular season with us. And then come playoff time, he just knew like everyone knew how he played, you know, the, you know, the players around him knew where, where he was looking, knew the type of, of, of plays, the type of uh, you know, where he was going to go on the court for those passes and, and, and all the cuts that he's able to make and things like that. So, you know, I don't know how not being out there is going to, uh, you know, I, I I just don't know how it's going to affect if if he's going to be one of you know uh, maybe a, a a key guy in the playoffs to to help us uh, get through you know each each round we get to.
2: Well, here's the thing: in in 2020, um, he had those reps, but he wasn't like operating how he did in the playoffs it was like a completely different like action set and rondo was terrible well not terrible but he was not the same player he was in the playoffs but really it's it's getting those next guys ready like mckay was saying like i'm talking none i'm talking tht be that cerebral positive voice that can talk them through the film that can get them to a level to contend for a championship Uh, a lot of these guys have experience like T.H.T. has playoff experience and he knows how Rondo operates none knows Rondo uh, played against him as well uh, against the heat, you know. I'm not saying it's going to be smooth in fact I don't want it to be smooth because that rocky road that edgy area um, is where Rondo with this mindset operates best. Um, so him getting plugged in here or there
0: that's what Rondo wants and uh, i mean i i agree with john webb i think that's that's kind of more where he excels if we think back to um before we went into the bubble if i remember correctly rajon rondo had a a stretch where he got injured and he was out a a good little portion of the season Mm -hmm. and so he came back uh come playoff time and it was one of those question mark things it's like man how is he going to fit into the rotation we didn't have avery bradley anymore How is he going to do? There was a lot of criticism about how he had played during the regular season, but then um, playoff Rondo came out. Right. And I, I think we're going to, we're going to see similar things. There's um, these players that are, that they're so experienced that they know how to um, make their teammates better. They know how to run the system. They have this high basketball IQ. They're going to get out there and they're going to just make it work. They've got that high competitive drive that maybe isn't, um, as, as apparent during, during the regular season or get, gets lost a little bit. Um, but I think he knows how to show up when he is needed. And I think that's, that's what it's going to be. Um, we're going to give these other guys a chance to develop. Um, and you know, if they earn their minutes and they continue to play at a high level come playoff time, maybe they'll continue to hold those minutes, but. The moment we need Rajan Rondo to be there, I think we'll put him in, and I think he'll do a great job. So, so speaking of
1: of the new guys, or not the new guys, the young guys, right? Um, Tht Vogel also had some comments about him. Um, he said that uh, Tht was challenged. He's been challenged um, for this year to sort of step up and be that guy on the defensive end. He mentioned. Um, you know, he's one of the, guy, the guys looking at KCP and Alex not being here. So can you step up and fill into that role of guarding some of the other best players in the league, right? So uh, let's talk about really quick before we get into Rob Polinka's comments uh, during his press conference today. Let's, let's talk about THT, like. What, what are your expe- expectations for THT in terms of growth, uh, particularly in defensive uh, on the defensive hand? Um, I know it's sort of, you know, third year players. It's his third year. Um, the third year is always big, and that's usually when future All-Stars uh, will break out and and have a big season. Um,
0: what, what do you think about um, THT uh, this season? I mean just from what we've seen in his first two seasons he's done an absolute fantastic job of adapting and becoming a great role player for the for the Lakers even you know with his his lack of experience I think he's going to take that challenge and he's going to run with it um he's he's been an un- incredible player he's been pretty consistent um and I think he's got to go in and he's got to fill that hole that was left by people like, like Alex Caruso, who was such a, an incredible defender for us. Um, I, I think he's still out there trying to um, earn a more significant role with this Lakers team. I think he'll see that he's surrounded by so many great players, hall of fame players. Um, You know, we've got like, four or five of them on our team. And at least um, I I think he's going to go out there. He's going to recognize just like he has the last couple of seasons that um, he's got to kick it up to 110%. And he's got to do well if he's going to play with this caliber of teammates. And I, I think he'll absolutely excel and do a great job. His work ethic has shown us in the past that, whatever he puts his mind to, he can do it. He's got the confidence and the ability to do so. Yeah,
2: for sure. I mean, one thing you can say about THT is he's a sponge. I mean, we talked at length about him being like Kawhi in his early years with San Antonio, those learning, uh, challenging years where you have Hall of Famers, like McKay was mentioning, challenging you. You're guarding them in camp. You're guarding them in practice. Then you have a powerful and influential uh, coaching and player coaching happening, right, with LeBron. This is the best place for THT because that's the type of dude he is helps that your coach and your leader in, uh, in LeBron and AD have absolute faith in you as well. And if you look at some of these workout videos, man, he's uh, I know uh, Vogel talked about AD being yoked, but man, all the guys look yoked like Russ, Rondo, THT, Monk, Dwight, LeBron looks lean and mean. It's, it's going to be imposing and it's going to be bully ball in the West.
1: Yeah, man, I I'm excited for Tht this season. Um, I I don't know, like, how how training camp's gonna go, but I think he's gonna come out as one of the the top players, just because of the experiences he's had with the Lakers with Vogel. Obviously, Vogel loves to to have uh players who knows his 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 defensive system and has got it down. Um, and I think I think Tht is is you know, has that experience. And, um, obviously there's a whole new group defense is a, is a five man, uh, job. So we'll, we'll see how he does, but I, am I'm, I'm really excited to see how, what defense, what, what THT does this season on defensive end. Um, Vogel mentioned that, you know, he really has that internal confidence, uh, in him, that mindset, um, to, to sort of improve and, 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 and have a great year this year. Um, all right, let's 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 go ahead and pivot really quick to um, Rob Palenka. Um the press conference that he had today. Um, he spoke on uh, the offseason goals that they had. Um, and he said that the Lakers wanted to add three-point shooting, playmaking, and, and go back to the two athletic defensive center model that the team used in their 2020 title run, like you said, John Webb, earlier on the pod. Um, and Polinka said that he feels that, uh, you know, he, the Lakers accomplished all three of these goals this summer. Um, today, today we have two remaining roster spots left, uh, and Polinka says that uh, there's going to be final evaluations coming up on what to do with their 14th roster spot, and made a hint that... They're probably going to keep the fifteenth roster spot open, with an eye on the buyout market, uh, d- deadline later this season. He also uh, spoke on Alex Caruso. Um, someone had asked him about our Alex Caruso, and and he mentioned that the team made an aggressive attempt to re-sign Alex Caruso, but uh, ultimately, uh, you know, Caruso decided to sign with the Bulls. Obviously. Uh, he also had some comments about Ron Russ AD and THT as well and and, and sort of on, on the same uh, had had the same thoughts on THT as as Vogel did. But uh let me let me let me ask you about the you know all of this. Do, do you guys think um the Lakers accomplished their goals this this off season? Um do you have any any uh, like regrets? to how the roster was constructed and how the offseason went for the Lakers?
2: Again, I think we addressed a lot of our goals like we've talked about. I don't think it was a scot free offseason, though. I still think letting Caruso and Duds go put us in some unnecessary question marks in the whole ordeal. Uh, but I'm optimistic with the level of talent on the roster. The The key for me is do we have the personnel to run our offensive sets that we're accustomed to and our defensive schemes? I think we do. I think we have that level of talent on the roster. So if you're looking at it as sort of like a plus or minus or a pro and con type thing, I think we're in the plus section. We're in the pro section. We're in the green.
0: Absolutely. Um I, I was really impressed with the moves that we made this, this off season. Um, we added a, a lot of great three point shooters. Um, we got guys who are athletic, like, like Anthony Davis and, and Dwight Howard who can go and clean up the boards and can, uh, really throw down underneath, not to mention DeAndre Jordan. I think, uh, lob city is, is in Staples center again. Um, but, but this time for the Lakers
1: for the better side.
0: Yeah. For the, for the better side. Exactly. They've moved to the side of the course. Yeah, exactly. Um, so I, I really do think that we've, we've picked up um, a, a lot of talent that's going to allow us to excel uh, exceedingly on, on at least the offensive side of the court. I think we've got some great defenders. Um, we'll see how well we, we mesh and um, if, if everybody can can figure things out but i think our playmaking abilities there the size is there the shootings there um i i think we've got a pretty complete team for the most part i i don't have too many qualms about the way we built our our roster this year i think we're looking pretty good
1: yeah, I mean I have to agree with with you guys uh and and more with, with, with John Webb just because uh you mentioned Caruso, right? Not not being able to re-sign Caruso. I think that was uh for me the biggest loss that we had. Obviously, we had to trade KCP and Coos, uh, who were great defensively for us, right? Um to get Russell Westbrook. And then we had Keefe, who uh just left um, and I don't know what communication or if there was communication between the Lakers and Keith. Um, but uh, he's now with Miami, um, and that makes Miami even scarier because Keith. I know, I know, Keith didn't really have a great year last year. It's kind of an awkward year and weird year for everyone, though. Um, but um, right? Could could I? I think overall, we've we accomplished the goals that were set. Um, and if those were the, the goals that were set in the beginning, I felt like they kind of changed, um, or, or we, we found out more and, and they've kind of changed, I don't know, throughout, throughout the off season, but, um, could they have gone about it a different way? Sure. Right. Like, like we said, um, but, but like you, John Webb and McKay, I think, I think I'm going to try and stay optimistic about the moves because of the talent that we have. On the roster, I mean, I mean, you mentioned all of them, McKay. Already, dude, I, I'm, I'm excited just thinking about. Uh, I know we already have Bron and AD. But then we got mellow, dude. We got and Mello. He's got the, one of the smoothest jumpers uh, ever, to 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 in in the game. And then we've we added like you know just the, the dunks, uh, uh, the opportunities that we're gonna have at the rim this year because of the playmaking with Russ and THT and 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 Rondo, just the, the lob threat that we have now with with Dwight and. And, and DJ, I just, I, we didn't have that. We didn't have that last season. And, and and I missed, I missed that from, from our championship season. And I'm glad that we have that back. Uh, but yeah, I mean, ra- sure. Like maybe, maybe regrets about Caruso, but I think overall, I'm going to try and stay optimistic about this team just because of who we have um, and, and the, and the roster that's, that's sort of in front of us. And, and, Hey, it's not complete yet. We're still trying to find one more person.
2: Yeah, I mean, we've got two more roster spots open. I mean, it's something we've keyed on as well with the last two spots. We've sort of been the buyout kings the last two years, and player recruiting, you know, LeBron and eighty literally calling people up has been helpful with that. (laughs) So I expect there to be some good buyout candidates come midseason. You know, maybe Kevin Love, maybe John Wall, you know, Derek Favors is a name. Um, yeah I'm I'm optimistic about the roster but I don't I'm, know what I'm to believe. I'm also available. Yeah, you're available Adam Sandler or you know, Cole. <laughs> Adam um,
1: Sandler would be great. <laughs>
2: <laughs> but look, I I don't know what when Polinka said that there was an aggressive attempt to re-sign Alex Caruso. I don't know what to believe here. It obviously wasn't aggressive enough and I think it left more questions than answer. And you know, people say trust in the process, but look where that got the Sixers, so I'm I'm optimistic. I'm optimistic. Let's <laughs> we'll talk about the six. Oh my gosh, dude, they're they're in shambles right
1: now. Um, but I mean, you're right. Like like I don't I don't really know if I if I really truly believe what Rob Polinka said about Alex Caruso um, because they obviously just signed a hundred million thousand dollars a hundred million dollar deal with Bibigo um, to to put a little patch on their on their jersey. Um, so they have money to pay a luxury tax. So they have it. So I, I don't know, like that was the, the big, that was the big holdup, right. That, that they didn't sign Caruso and some of the other guys, but anyway, I digress. I think that does it for today though, guys. I think that we, we, we covered a lot. We tried to compress it here. Um, and, and, in this, you know, in this, this podcast, uh, but I think we've kind of covered it all. So, guys, that's it. You guys can catch us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and many other listening platforms. Do us a favor and head on over to Apple Podcast, subscribe, and give us a five-star review. We'd appreciate all the follows and all the reviews. It'll help us continue to produce this show. You can also follow us on Twitter at hashtag LakerPod and on Instagram at hashtag Lakers. Guys, with that said, have a great day. Root for the Lakers, and we'll talk to you guys next time. The door is closed, the lights out. Butter's getting hard, the eggs are cooling, and the jello is jiggling.
0: Thank you for listening to Believe.